the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 13. When is the salesperson's job done? AV Nation is brought to you by Sure, because every voice matters. This is the AV Profession, the monthly look at the actual making money and in the business of AV. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host uh, with us to talk about uh, different aspects of the business of AV. His name is Bill Scherer, and he is from Navigate Management Consulting. Welcome, Bill. Thank you, Tim. Uh, what we want to get into today is, is an interesting question or an interesting process. And it, it, it's some salespeople's um, view that, that their job is done or that the, when, when the client says yes. Uh, you, says that, you say that that's not exactly the case. Why is that? Well, I suppose by posing the question, we're suggesting that it, the answer isn't yes. Absolutely. Uh, that, that in fact, it's no, but there's some really good reasons for that. Um, it's pretty obvious that most salespeople think of their primary role being in, at the pre-sales stage of the integration process. We're often thought of, at Navigate, we're often thought of as the process guys, and we feel very passionate about it because we know that everything does follow a process, whether we acknowledge it or not, whether we document it or not, whether in fact we follow it or not. We think there are 14 steps uh, in the integration process, of which the first four or, or five typically occur at what we'll call the pre-sales stage. And that's the thing that most of our sales reps know the best. And that's not wrong. I mean, that is the place where they have the greatest input. But what we're suggesting is if you disengage after having completed those four or five steps, then you forego opportunities to build the relationship and get the next sale. So that's why we're suggesting the sales rep might want to stay engaged, even if on a more limited basis throughout the entire cycle. So how exactly are you suggesting that they do that? Is this more, you know, where you're actively or purpose, purposefully connecting with the client and, and as, as the, the job goes along, or is there some way that, that we can automate that or, or maybe set reminders for that? Probably the best way to uh, uh, automate it, I, I think structure it might be a, a more accurate term okay. than automate it because I think you can't uh, disengage from a personal process uh, as readily as you could from a more mechanical or a more um, computer-based type of a program. But what we, when we talk about the pre-sales aspect of this, the first few steps, this is where most of the sales reps input is required. This is where we do site surveys and scopes of work and um, needs analysis and discussion with the client about some of their objectives. And that's as it should be. Uh, but, at that, but at some point we turn over all of our findings to the operations folks, usually engineering, uh, to develop the project and set it up for delivery. Uh, I think every sales rep listening in here will be able to relate to the notion of how many times a sales engineer has come back to the sales rep with three or four questions that didn't get answered at one of those early steps, at the needs analysis or the site survey or whatever, 
And the sales rep then has to go back to the client to pick up the information they didn't get the first time around. And you can do that a couple of times. But if you have to call the client back repeatedly, it's not long before the client begins to wonder, do these guys really know what they're doing? Yeah. So our, our goal would be to do as thorough a job as you can prior to the handoff and then stay with the project even if you taper off and drift into the background. You, you, you mentioned earlier that you, you guys are known, Navigate is known as the process guys. Um, there is a certain, a certain flow, a certain you know, rhythm to um, getting that integration process through. What are some of the key ones for you? Well, as we mentioned, there are 14 fairly linear steps in the integration process that goes all the way from an initial client meeting um, all the way through the, the 14 steps and not to itemize each of them, all the way through to uh, commissioning and handoff and turnover, at which time the sales rep has a great opportunity to look at what the next opportunity is. However, if they disengage along the way, uh, and disengaging to me is different than tapering off your actual role in the uh, operations aspect of it, in the delivery or the implementation piece. Um, if you stay engaged, you send important messages to the client and you also position yourself to have a look at what's next or, or what else could come from this relationship. So explain to me or, or give me a, a contrast between disengaging and tapering off. Is disengaging just completely checking out? Uh, well, disengaging would be rather okay. checking out. Um, and sometimes that's what happens. Um, we have, uh, we've seen a lot of cases where the sales department does a nice handoff to operations and gives them a pretty complete job jacket which takes it as far as the sales rep's technical capabilities will allow. And we've also seen what one of my partners calls the drop-off, where it's not really a handoff. It's, uh, here's what I know about this project, uh, engineering department, good luck from here. And then we think it's their responsibility to deliver and make good on the conversations that we have. You can do that, and unfortunately, it is done all too often. And, and when you do, I think you're forfeiting an opportunity uh, to stay engaged, even though your role will diminish. For example, once we get underway in the engineering and design and development, the procurement, the actual installation, and all of the things that support that, the the sales executive has an account management role that goes forward. Uh, one of my informal rules has, has always been, and I preach it wherever I go, that nothing should happen within an account that the account manager doesn't know about. Yeah. Surely uh, other people will do the work and they'll engage and interact with the client. That's fine. Uh, but the account manager should know what those things are. Um, and we believe that as the project moves through the, the uh, 14 steps, the sales rep would want to re-engage later on in the process. For example, when we get to the point of, of an actual walkthrough, when we're involved in commissioning the system, when we have to train people to use it, when we have to uh, um, get acceptance of substantial complete, uh, completion or transition into the service or 
even do the lesson learns discussion at the end of the project at closeout, which all too often doesn't happen. Uh, if, if the sales rep willingly and voluntarily checks out of that process, then the sale becomes extremely transactional and most of the opportunity to develop the further relationship has been foregone. You've given it up. Yeah. And we're suggesting you don't want to do that. From a, a management standpoint, is there something operationally or institutionally that they can put in place just to make this standard operating procedure for all, all their salespeople? Well, there absolutely is, and, and we highly recommend just that. I think it begins with uh, an articulation to the sales team of what those 14 steps are in the integration process. And then we could uh, identify who has primary responsibility for each of them. And they should also be documented. Each step should be documented as to what has to happen there, as in how to do a site survey, as in here's where we file the site survey forms and the process that should be followed for that, who should be involved. Um, and everyone should understand and buy into that process from end to end. Once we have that documented and trained and uh, installed, shall we say, within the organization, it becomes a lot clearer um, what each person needs to do and at what point. Uh, we feel very strongly that uh, the sales rep can back off to a degree and should because you can actually get in the way uh, if you don't, but they should back off and still stay involved. They should get progress reports. They should periodically informally call the client to see how it's going. They should talk to the uh, project manager and the installers as to how the project is going. Uh, one good reason for that would be uh, if there were change orders yeah. to be uh, administered. Uh, I, the sales rep doesn't want to find out about those after the fact when we had to add 14 hours, and now it's my job to go back to the client and tell him he needs to pay for that, and he points out it wasn't in the scope of work. You know, um, you, you can see where it goes. My, my thought is that even though not every sales rep can articulate the process and swear to you that they follow it, or that every, everybody else in the, in the company does, they can all tell you about that sale that came from the ninth gate of hell when somebody dropped the ball on one of these steps. They can all describe that job. They all know which one that was. And this is a way of avoiding an awful lot of that unnecessary drama. So I would, I would document, I would articulate and document the processes from stem to stern, one through 14. I would train those processes. I would make sure that everybody understands who the client is. For example, uh, I often point out to the salespeople that you really have two clients. You have the end user client, the one you've been dealing with that's buying the system, but your other client is your operations team. Mm. Those are the people who ought to be, they ought to know what you know. And they'll do much better work for you if they do. That's why you stay engaged. That makes sense. All right, sir, on, the, on that, we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, Bill Scherer from Navigate. Uh, if somebody's interested in getting a hold of you or Navigate, how do they do so? They could uh, go to our website, which is navigatemc.com. Or they could contact any of the uh, four principals in the company, 
which whose phone numbers and contact are on the website. Uh, my phone number is 609-397-0933, and I would be delighted to talk with anybody that wants more information about this. All right, very good. Bill Scherer from, from Navigate. My name is Tim Albright. Uh, for more information about us, you can find us at avnation.tv. avnation.tv, this program, and a host of others. Also, while you're there, uh, check out uh, the various programs that we have and our coverage of Infocom 2018. All that and more at avnation.tv. avnation.tv. 